0: Do, 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 Hi, Christine. Hey, Lauren. We are back
1: on a new episode of, well, this is a mini-sode, I guess, of yes, uh, Pot of the Dragon. Um, so we're going to start giving you guys some content um, before the show comes out, so that will give you time to get pumped with us and fall in love with us. <laughs> No, start to enjoy some of the commentary that we have before the show starts.
0: Yes. And we are, you know, thank you for bearing with us through our first episode. We're still learning how to podcast. Um,
1: How do I podcast?
0: Yeah, I know there was a lot of background noise of us playing with stuff on our desks in the first episode. So we're going to do our best to learn from our mistakes and move on. Christine just threw her hands up in the air. So. Thank you for listening and bear with us as we continue to get better at this, hopefully. (laughs) So for these mini-sodes, what we're going to do is kind of just share any news that we've heard or maybe rehash some stuff from previous episodes if we have updates. So sometimes they'll be a little shorter. Sometimes they might be a little longer if there's more, you know, I'm assuming when we finally hear that the air date of the show, we're probably going to get really excited and talk for like three hours. So you might get a longer mini-sode that week. Boiler alert. We don't know when that is yet. <laughs> so without further ado, let's just dive right into it. Yeah. that I mean, that was one of the things that I saw was our, our boy Reese Eifens did an interview and- mentioned that you know we might have to wait a while because they're still filming so I don't know it I couldn't tell from that comment whether he was just talking about he thinks the air date is going to be later in the year and that's what they always planned or if it didn't go as well as planned and they're having to push stuff back which is kind of what I'm seeing a lot of comments online are assuming is that they've kind of pushed things back and we don't know when it's coming out
1: So the thing is HBO does have House of the Dragon and it's like 2022 like promo where it shows all their new shows that are coming out this year. And House of the Dragon is like a pretty long intro in that. So I think we'll at least get it this year, but we might have to wait till fall. I don't know. Yeah. I think they're purposefully being pretty vague.
0: Yeah. And I noticed that was in there too. I was like a little sad that they didn't give us anything that wasn't already in the teaser but I'll take it.
1: Yeah, hopefully we'll get another trailer soon at least.
0: Yeah, I do think that they'll give us a trailer at some point since that was really truly a teaser and and didn't you know have usually a trailer is going to have a little bit more of like what we can expect from the plot in it and that really didn't. It just kind of no. gave us like we talked about on the first episode. It gave us a lot of easter eggs.
1: Yeah, I feel like it was kind of like, remember Game of Thrones? It was a good show. We're we're doing that again, kind of. Uh, yeah, so don't forget about us. Like, like I wonder how much, because I feel like Game of Thrones was like such a cultural phenomenon for so long. And then after the finale, it kind of dropped off the face of the earth, which a lot of people have different opinions on why that might be. I that, personally though. wasn't a big fan of season eight myself. So I think a lot of it was just to try to like get people pumped again and get people to remember like just how good it was when it was. (laughs)
0: And and I was kind of thinking about that more after we did the first episode and how we talked about all the little Easter eggs in there and that a lot of them were callbacks to scenes that we saw in earlier seasons. Um, Like we talked about that first scene that reminded us of Daenerys um, when we first met her. And that was like, one of the it was from season one of game of thrones when everyone was really into it and really pumped about it and um i think they kind of brought back the nostalgia of when everyone was really excited about game of thrones and they were like don't remember season eight
1: (laughs) yeah we're starting over with this but yeah so i hope we can get another trailer soon
0: yeah so one other thing i was listening to another podcast totally different genre um this podcast I listened to is my husband, Hey Riddle Riddle. They do riddles and it's a comedy podcast. But at one point in this episode we were listening to, I think it might've been on their Patreon, but uh, JPC, one of the hosts on there brings up super furry animals. And oh my I gosh, like, really? Yeah. So then I looked into it a little more and I was like, wait, is this a real band that like is big? And it totally is like. <laughs>
1: So they had a lot of listens on Spotify, but I'd never heard of them before.
0: Yeah, they're like pretty big in the UK and especially in Wales, because that's where they're from. And um, it sounds like they've had some like chart toppers and stuff. And I had no idea.
1: That's so funny. Did you listen to the Golden Retriever song?
0: I did. And I kind of went and listened to Mm -hmm. bits of a bunch of their other songs, too. It's not something I dislike or anything. It's probably not something I would listen to regularly personally, but it's pretty good stuff. They're not all about dogs, though. They're unfortunately. not. Unfortunately. I wish. <laughs> yeah. So, the one other thing that came up recently was uh, George R. R. Martin got to see a rough cut of the pilot for this show, and he was super pumped about it. Um, it's kind of weird how much we love George R. R. Martin's work, but he's so easy to dislike. Yeah. Go on about that. I mean, every time I see, him sharing his opinion I'm like oh shut the fuck up and then I'm like oh he's talking about a show about a book that he fucking wrote and I like that material so it's like it's weird how I can like have this hatred for him basically <laughs> and then like his work so much it's just kind of I feel like usually when I like a book or a series or something I automatically I'm like oh this author is super cool but he's like done so much to make me dislike him by how he's behaved the last decade <laughs> like what specifically I mean mostly his procrastination obviously yeah it's so, it's so easy fair. to get upset about that which isn't fair to me really because a lot of authors have a hard time coming up with new material and like keeping it interesting so I get it but it just it's so easy to dislike him <laughs>
1: That's what I realize there has not been a newest Song of Ice and Fire book since before the first season of Game of Thrones aired. Yes. Which I'm sure that's a lot of it. Now it's like, oh, people actually are like following this and care. At least it was always a huge series in the fantasy world. But now like the normies are following this and caring about it and like having very strong, sometimes toxic Internet opinions about it. And I'm sure that's intimidating, but also... Yeah. Where is the winds of winter?
0: (laughs) Right. It was kind of, I mean, when I first started getting into Game of Thrones, and I am one of the people, I think we both are, who started watching the series before reading the books. Oh yeah. And I, you know, had heard like some of the jokes of like, oh, George R. R. Martin probably like will die before he writes his next book. (laughs) And it was like kind of like a ha ha, like hopefully not. And now it's just like he's not writing.
1: He's not writing (laughs) it. And now I'm mad about it. That's what um, I have friends who are really into Wheel of Time. Um, I know there's a new show out. I haven't read it. I haven't seen it. Somebody got me the book for Christmas. So maybe in the future, I will know more about it. Um, but I know Brandon Sanderson, who's an, a favor, another favorite author of mine, finished that series. So now people on the internet are saying that Brandon Sanderson's going to finish A Song of Ice and Fire, which like, honestly, I don't hate it. <laughs>
0: I don't either. And I love Brandon Sanderson and he knows how to crank out some work. So that's every time we talk about this, my husband and I talk about it a lot. We're like, oh yeah, George R. R. Martin has writer's block, but like, it can't be that hard if brandon sanderson can write this many books every 10 minutes he's writing other things
1: though that's the thing george r, r. martin isn't just like like he wrote fire and blood which I, I feel like he just got burned off burnt out with game of thrones because once he found out they were going to do a prequel he's like "Ooh, i'll write a targaryen history and did it in like a year and that's why yeah. we have a podcast <laughs>
0: yes exactly yeah like I said it's weird because I I'm like so excited when he does write something and I'm so excited to read all of his work but at the same time I'm just like Ugh, George R.R. Martin <laughs> I love how he has a live
1: journal yeah, in the year of our lord 2022 <laughs> it might have changed re- is it still a live journal it was as I think of, like, he
0: still has that yeah
1: a live journal yeah <laughs>
0: But anyway, he saw a rough cut of the pilot episode and he gave it a big thumbs up and said that it was dark and beautiful and all the stuff we want out of this kind of show. Ooh. Um, so I did kind of at first I was like, ugh, I'm annoyed that he even is saying anything. But then I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> it is I, his book. At least he's saying good things about it. Cause you know, he did write it and I I do like what he writes. So as long as he's like giving it a thumbs up, it's probably good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I feel like those first couple seasons of Game of Thrones that everybody loved, that's like top notch, were the ones he was most involved in. And then he kind of stepped back and he never said anything negative. He was just kind of like, the show's its-, its own piece of artwork. It's completely separate from my books. Like, yeah. it- they can do whatever they want with these characters. Like, it- none of them are real. <laughs> I'm majorly paraphrasing, but I think the thing he said was like, how many children did. Scarlett O'Hara have in the movie zero and the book three in real life none because she doesn't exist and they're both completely different works of art. So anyway, so I feel like if he's actually like making commentary on this, it means that it's probably pretty true to the story um, and it's probably more similar to those early seasons that he actually liked.
0: Yeah, so so I'm excited.
1: So, yeah, since we don't know when we're going to have new episodes of uh, House of the Dragon, but we want to give you guys some full length episodes of Pod of the Dragon, we've decided to kind of go back to our roots and we're rewatching Game of Thrones together. So,
0: so next week we will be coming out with an episode on our podcast here and we will be, Christine and I are going to be watching the first five episodes of the first season of Game of Thrones. So if you want to join us in doing that, you know, binge away. And we will be back next week with our review of those first five episodes.
1: So make sure you watch them before then so you can join us.
0: All right. And if you guys have any questions or comments, you can email us at pod of the dragon podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram or Twitter at underscore pod of the dragon. Dreams didn't make us podcasters, dragons did.
1: Drakaris! Bye
0: forever. <laughs> <tries>